With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina, and I hope that you are having a beautiful week. Hope that eclipse season wasn't so overwhelming to you. As you guys know, I always talk about kind of what's going on in our astrology moment. And last week we had an eclipse in Scorpio and the eclipse is now over. I am recording this before the eclipse ends, so we will see what unfolds. I'm actually very curious. But anyway, I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. I have been feeling super good. I've been feeling pretty chill overall and just very reflective and I feel like that's great because it helps me channel all of my creative energy into these episodes into some cool conversations with you guys and today's episode is going to be pretty short and pretty sweet and I really want to talk about the topic of getting over your own limits and taking risks because I think that that's something a lot of people ask me about on my Q&A's on Instagram I think it's something that I have had experience with and so we're going to dive into it today so with that said I'll see you on the other side and let's get growing Let's talk about taking risks. The reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because, as you guys know, my birthday was pretty recently. It was just a few weeks ago, April 21st. And on my birthday, around the time that we were singing happy birthday and we were cutting the cake, I gave a little speech to my friends at my birthday party. And the thing that I shared with them was that the more that I reflected on the last year of my life, so the year from 23 to 24, it was the year with the most change I have ever experienced. And a lot of these changes were changes that I decided to make. It wasn't necessarily a lot of external changes. It was conscious change. It was conscious risk taking. And just to name a few things, in the beginning of 2022, so at the very end of my 22nd year and going into my 23rd year, I moved apartment. So I moved in with my boyfriend, now fiance, and we started living together. I left my nine to five job at a corporate company to go work at a startup with 15, actually less than 15, 10 people. And I got really outside of my comfort zone with that. I started working fully remotely. So I traveled a ton. I saw a bunch of different things. I also got off of routine, lost kind of my relationship with moving my body and a morning routine, etc. to find it again and to create it from a place of intention and of consistency over motivation, finding ones that I loved. So I found weightlifting and I learned about my petite body and I started making changes in my nutrition to eat more protein and to work with my body and to feel really good physically. I also reconnected with meditation. I got certified in meditation and so I'm now able to lead them. I got certified in hormones. I launched my first course. So I launched my cycle syncing course in the summer of 2022. What else did I do? I eventually left the startup to fully work for myself. So I made the leap to become a full-time content creator, which was a dream of mine for so long. And the moment that I 
started working with brands and started making money as a content creator, I knew that this was something that I really wanted to do full time. So that was a huge risk and a huge jump for me. And it was so rewarding, but also filled with ups and downs. I then moved to Brooklyn. So moved apartments, moved to a bigger space with my boyfriend, went to Brazil last year twice. And I had not gone to Brazil since 2016. So I reconnected with my culture. I also rebranded the podcast, as you guys know. So Luna became Inner Growth. I threw my first event in New York City. And I also signed up for a half marathon and became a runner and started training and doing these new challenging things in the world of like fitness and workouts. And there's probably more, but... All of that is already so much change, right? When you think about it, there was change in my relationships, there was change in my career, there was change in my home environment, in my relationship with my body. There was so many different things that I changed. I feel like as a Taurus, like the typical stereotype is that Tauruses are super resistant to change. And while I'm not resistant to change, I get very anxious about change. And especially when something is about to change in my life, I feel very stressed out. Or when I'm about to do something that's really out of my comfort zone, I get pretty stressed and anxious and I'm overthinking about it and I'm thinking about how it could play out and all the ways it could happen and what if this goes wrong. So that is something that I've had to really work on as I've done all these changes. But I kind of wanted to make today's episode all about that because as I said, in my last year of my life, that has been such a focus for me. That's been probably like the keyword change. You know, if you're listening to this and if you clicked on this episode that literally says it's about risks and getting outside of your comfort zone, I imagine you're someone who wants to do that more. So I wanted to talk about it and I wanted to just share anything that pours through me relating to this topic in the hopes that it can help you take more risks and find more alignment. And the first thing that comes to my mind is that the reason why change is so scary is because our ego likes the comfort zone, right? I've I've talked about this before in previous episodes. In the comfort zone, you know what you're able to do, you know what you're good at, you know what you've done. And our subconscious mind houses all of the knowledge that we have accumulated over time that we have, houses all this information. And if we're living from a subconscious place, from an unconscious place, We're just recreating the past in the present. And a lot of the times we do that because we just want to be comfortable, right? We just want to feel at ease. We just want to feel like we got this. We know what we're doing. And sometimes it's okay to be in your comfort zone. I have a good friend that, you know, whenever we talk about kind of her present moment in her life, she says, you know, I'm kind of in a place right now in my life where I'm just in my comfort zone and I actually like it. And sometimes you're going to have moments like that. But today's episode is not talking about why staying in your comfort zone is great and amazing. We're going to be talking about why getting out of your comfort zone is really amazing. And as I was saying, our ego and our desire to stay in the comfort zone is what keeps us from taking risks. And I grew up with two very risk-averse parents. My parents love a comfort zone. They grew up in a lot of chaos, so they cultivated a lot of stability and safety for themselves. And they liked that. They liked that little bubble of comfort. Me, on the other hand, with my little fiery energy and my drive and my ambition, like I want to do things that are things that I've never done. Maybe things that my parents have never done. A lot of the things that I've done, my parents haven't ever done. So in those moments when I've been taking these changes and making these moves... I feel like in one hand, my parents wanted to keep me safe and they tried to show me, oh, but what if this went wrong? What if this went wrong? Blah, blah, blah. So they would point out the what ifs. And because I felt like talking to them sometimes, and this was in the past, about these risks that I wanted to take caused them to want to protect me, I ended up having to stop waiting for their permission, waiting for them to be like, yeah, 
go for it because again, you're super risk averse. And I had to learn how to trust myself and how to trust the universe. Because when you're taking a risk and when you're doing something outside of your comfort zone, but you're following your heart, you're following what is right for you, you're following what you're meant to do and that you know you're meant to do, the universe meets you. The universe shows up for you. A higher force does show up, but you have to allow yourself to take those risks and to take those leaps of faith. And so if you're someone who just wants to do something different, you want to take a risk, you want to try new things, but you're so scared, remember that that fear is just coming from your ego. It's just coming from this internal part of you that wants to keep you safe. But the reason why you're thinking about making a change and the reason why you're considering making a big move or making a career shift or changing something about your life or creating something or putting yourself out there or starting your content creation journey, if that is something that you want to do, if that's something that lights you up and that excites you and that you want to do, you should go for it. But you have to move past the resistance and you have to realize that the resistance inside of you isn't a reason for you not to do it. That's what it's trying to do. It's trying to prevent you from doing it, the resistance. But it's not a reason for you to not do it. You don't have to allow the resistance to win. You're bigger than that. and You're stronger than that. And you're more powerful than that. So you have to notice the resistance and then you have to say, I know I'm scared. I know this is really out of my comfort zone. It's something I've never done, but I want to do it. And I'm okay with being bad at it at first. You have to lower your ego and you have to release this idea that you have to be good at things before you do them to be able to take risks. Because probably when you do make a big jump, you're not going to be good at it. You're not going to know anything about it. You've never done it before. So in these big moves, in these big changes, that's when relying on yourself and deepening your self-trust becomes super important. Because when you are making a change and you're doing something you've never done, you've never done it. So you don't know much about it. And you have to embrace a learner's mindset. You have to be willing to show up in these moments of change and say, hey, you know what? I'm okay with sucking here right now. I'm, I'm okay with not really knowing what the fuck I'm doing because I know I'm going to figure it out with time. And I'm just going to keep showing up. That's really important, right? Like that's the first thing is you have to lower your ego. You have to check your ego and you have to tell yourself and really allow yourself to come from a place of learning and of self-acceptance and of being okay with being bad. And the thing is that when you do make the change and when you do try that new thing, you're not going to know a lot about it. But the more that you continue showing up, the more that you develop the muscle of consistency in you with that new skill, with that new job, with that new relationship, with that new thing that you want to try, the more that you stay consistent and show up for it in whatever shape or form it takes, the better you will get. And if the blocker for you is, I am scared of being bad at it. I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, you probably don't know what you're doing, but try it anyway because you will get good at it if it's meant for you and if you truly love it and if you truly want to learn. But if you're coming from a place of pride, you're not going to be able to learn and you're not going to be able to get good at it. Did you know that one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, it's time to make 2024 the year that you finally check it off the list using Babbel. 
When it comes to learning new languages, something about me that a lot of people actually don't know is that I'm fluent in three different languages because I grew up in Brazil, I speak Portuguese fluently, and then I also am fluent in English and in Spanish, but I also am currently learning how to speak Italian because I started learning it in college for my study abroad program in Milan, but then my program ended up being canceled, so I never really got the chance to fully learn Italian, which is why Babbel has been coming in so handy for me. It's a science-backed language learning app that was designed by real people for real conversations conversations and Babbel's tips and tools are super approachable. They're rooted in real life situations and they are delivered in the app through conversational based teaching. So I've been using Babbel to learn how to order food, ask for directions and speak to merchants so that next time I go to Italy, I can practice my Italian and also speak confidently. So if you're also in a journey to learn a new language, I have a special limited time deal for our inner growth listeners. Right now, you can get up to 60% off a Babbel subscription and this is only for our listeners at babble.com slash growth. Get up to 60% off at babble.com slash growth spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash growth. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ciao! I remember when I was younger... I was not athletic like I didn't grow up athletic as much as now I love running and working out and lifting weights and I feel like I'm pretty athletic now I was not like that when I was younger I was actually quite unathletic I was not talented at any sport naturally and I would give up on things so quickly I would try something new like a ballet class or a sport or like tennis or swimming and I would feel like I was bad at it and I think this perfectionism got the best of me because I wasn't good at it at first and I would drop it and Also for context, I have a very athletic brother who's naturally very talented at sports. Like when he was like two years old, he already had a soccer ball on his feet. So he had a natural talent for sports. And I think in comparing myself to him, I felt like I was so bad at it. Why should I even do it? I don't have the natural talent. And I was coming from this fixed mindset instead of a learner's mindset. And instead of being okay with being bad at swimming and just showing up to practice and having discipline and continuing to do it until I got good at it, I would give up. And it's so funny to think back to that time because that's exactly how I was. And I feel like in the last three years of my life and even in the last year, I have really been willing to be bad at it and to really not know everything about what I'm doing and to just ride the wave and to trust my instincts and to trust what I want and to do it anyway. And I think that's the most important thing. If you're trying to take a risk, that risk is going to teach you so much. Getting outside of your comfort zone and doing something you're not good at is going to cause you to learn so much if you approach it from a place of openness and if you approach it from a place of humility and of self-love and of freedom, you know, and just being like, oh my gosh, I am so excited to learn about this. For example, when I left my part-time job at the startup to go full-time on the Carolina Lifestyle and with the podcast, I didn't know how I was going to structure my time. And when you go work for yourself, you don't have a nine to five schedule, right? You don't have a boss that's going to tell you, do this at nine, do this at 11, this meeting, that meeting. You're creating your schedule. You're creating your life. You're creating your day to day. And I remember when I first left the job, it was during Thanksgiving time. So it was holiday season at Thanksgiving. And then I came back to New York for two weeks. Then I went to Brazil for a month. And I just approached that transitional period with so much grace. I told myself, I don't have to have everything figured out. I don't really know how I'm going to spend my time right now. I don't even know what I want to spend my time on because there's so many things I could do. 
And I think telling myself that I had enough time to figure it out was super important because with time I did come to a rhythm. I was able to realize that I really love focusing on creating content specifically, the act of creativity. So now I channel my energy a lot into that, into my TikToks, into my Instagram posts, into a blog post. I don't know if you guys know, but we have a blog on the Inner Growth website, which is innergrowthcollective.com. So writing blog posts and YouTube, which I started this year, which is something I've always wanted to do. That was the first thing that I intuitively felt drawn to focusing on more so with time little things started to click into place and I started to realize that about myself and then I started to create a weekly schedule and find the right balance between attending events and editing and filming and coordinating with my team and brand deals and all of the things and I'm still figuring it out it's only been a few months been less than a year and I'm learning so much and I'm having so much fun learning and same thing with running when I decided I wanted to run a half marathon I had ran max like 7k I had not run anything close to 20 kilometers but I knew that I wanted to challenge myself and I think the big reason why I was able to complete this half marathon with so much success and with so much joy and with such accomplishment and the reason why I was able to persist in my training and continue showing up for it was because I did it in small steps. So I didn't say, okay, you know what? I'm going to run a half marathon tomorrow. I'm out here. I'm going to run 10 miles. Like I didn't do that. I started running two miles and then I would do three and then I would run more times a week. And then eventually I built up to six. And then one day I said, you know what? Today I'm running seven. And then I ran eight instead. And then one day I ran 10 and then the next week I ran 11. And I just kept getting better and better because I was showing up with consistency and with time, things got better. I got better. I strengthened that muscle. I strengthened that skill. At the same time, I also wasn't putting pressure on myself with my like pace and tempo. Like I wasn't tracking every mile and saying like, oh my God, I did this mile in nine minutes and a half. Next mile, I need to do in nine minutes, 20 seconds or less. Like I was not competitive with myself. I was on my side. I was just having fun. I was focusing on the music that I was listening to and buying comfortable running clothes on figuring out what I should eat before so I could feel good in my runs. I was focusing on proving to myself that I could surpass my own limits and focusing on it from that energy. And then here I am, four months later, half marathon completed, feeling so accomplished and excited for the next one. And honestly, even though now I have ran a half marathon, I really don't think that in my next one, I'm going to be competitive with myself, with my pace, with my timing, with my total mile time because I personally feel like not focusing on those things is what allowed me to run this half marathon and to complete this training and to incorporate running into my life with more joy and having more fun with it and so I think that's another big aspect of getting outside of your comfort zone and taking risks is approach it from a place of love not from a place of hatred or fear approach it from a place of excitement what are you excited to learn what are you excited to get good at what are you looking forward to improving why do you want to do this thing why do you want to take this risk what does it mean to you why is it important to you focus on your why because when things get tough and they will get tough sometimes when you're taking risks you have to have that intention and that why behind it because that's what's going to allow you to persist and to stay motivated and to stay consistent when you are in this moment of taking a risk or trying something new or going outside of your own comfort zone. So that is everything I wanted to say today. It's a short and a sweet episode. It's a short and sweet little solo. If you're someone who right now is looking to take a risk in your life, hopefully this is the burst of courage that you needed. Remember that your ego is just trying to keep you safe. Your ego is technically on your side, but you don't have to listen to it. So if the fear comes up and if the inner critic arises and tells you you've never done this you don't know what you're doing yada 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 
Just remember that you are there to learn and that you are able to learn from the experience. And that's the whole point. When you're doing something out of your comfort zone, you haven't done it before. It's something new. And so approach it from that energy. Approach it from lightness. And also focus on baby steps instead of putting a ton of pressure on yourself to be perfect at it right away. And focus on making the experience more aligned with the kind of person you want to be, the way you want to feel, and your why behind it. So... I'm sending you guys lots of love. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely let me know. I always love getting messages from you guys. You know this and I always reply to them. And if you also think that this would benefit anyone in your community, share it on your story or send it to them via text. And if you also enjoyed this episode or if you had any interesting takeaways, anything that it sparked in you, remember that we have the Geneva group chat so you can share it with all the girlies in there and share your takeaways, share something that you resonated with. That would mean the world to me to see some conversation sparking up in the group and a reminder that we're also doing the may is the month of many challenge and you can join at any time there's also a prize so whoever engages with the challenge the most will get a special prize and you can get more info on that in our geneva chat so hope you have an amazing rest of your day remember to hit the subscribe button on spotify and the bell icon on apple podcasts so you can be notified of new episodes every week be the first to listen to inner growth and with that said i love you all so much i will see you next week remember to water yourself and we'll chat soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.